to another exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, your weekly tour through the internet's message board. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. You almost forgot the name of the show. It's true, I did. <laughs> you and say Lisa hi. forgot her own name. So. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was trying to open the window. Yeah, this is Louisa Heron. <laughs> is it, though? Are you sure? Okay. So let's... Everything's fine. Off to a should, great start. Should we start over? No, no, this is great. This is <laughs> okay, all in the cool. show. I don't edit it, but I've decided that. All right. Cool. Well, so, so uh, yeah, uh, no, okay. Hi, so uh, this, this, blah, 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 blah. Hi, everyone. What's the show about? <laughs> Let's be cool. This is cool. Be cool. Listen, Jeff. act normal for a minute. Jeff, can you be cool for one second? One, one thousand. Yes, <clears throat> I did it. <laughs> So on this show, we uh, we take you through uh, a random board on a subreddit on Reddit uh, every week, and we talk about it, and we usually don't talk very much about the actual subject, except for last week. But this time, it's not going to happen, unless it does. Which, uh, but which before... thing's not going to happen? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. But before we get started, um, let's talk a little bit about what we've been up to on the internet. Uh, Louisa, you want to kick it off this time? Sure. Um, I haven't been doing a whole lot on the internet, because I've been shoveling a lot of snow this weekend, so that's terrible. Um, yeah, I don't know. Looking up recipes for ribs, that's about it. Really? That's what you're going to give us? <laughs> you had a week yeah, to prepare. Sure. You did recipes last week, also. <laughs> just oh, that's all I ever do. <laughs> yeah. I d- listen. Listen, I can't use the in- I can't use the internet while I'm working. So it's only on my breaks, where I just check social media, and then at home, where I'm doing other things, usually, so I don't look up stuff a lot. How is it possible to do other things that don't involve the internet? Like, what else is there? Making food. Playing DS games. <laughs> These are but all those important are all, things. Those are all less interesting than the internet. <laughs> yeah, you can <laughs> play the- games on the internet. This is yeah. all. This is sort of establishing a problem in my life, which is that anything is less interesting than being on the internet. Yeah, mm. it's a huge problem. Yep. I get in a rut where I check sites too often, and they haven't updated, and then I get bored with everything, and you know. Yeah, I guess that's true. Anyway, anyway. I I'm on a thing. I um went on to my Google Applications storefront and found. Uh, Magic the Gathering Puzzle Quest, uh, and it is the best branded Puzzle Quest game, because I love me some match-three puzzle games, uh, and in this one, instead of playing land cards and flipping them to the side in order to gain power to cast spells and creatures, you match three, and it's just the symbols from Magic the Gathering, and it's just very nice to hear overwrought uh, classical music five second loops endless uh over playing this little this little puzzle game and then seeing all of my favorite monsters from magic the gathering fly across the screen in ways that i can't really comprehend all your best friends (laughs) yeah my best friends like uh bogart brute and cobble brute come and hug me sierra angel (laughs) Ah, yes, it's Chandra Nalar, that character that I care about. (laughs) I've never felt a love as deep as my love for you, Wall of Bones. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you would love Wall of Bones. Like like dicks? Is that the joke? No, I'm saying you're horny for skeletons. Oh, okay. I guess that's fine. Uh, what, what, What you been up to online, though? Uh, well, funnily enough, it's sort of similar to yours, but um, through a very roundabout way of like looking for something cheap to download on my DS for my upcoming travels, uh, 
I found the old Game Boy color game of the Pokemon trading card game yes. for like $4 or whatever. So I downloaded that and then I was started playing it and it is so hard. <laughs> like I can't beat anyone and I don't know what to do. <laughs> Did you play that game before? No, I okay. remember when it came out wanting to, but it was like too much money and I was a teenager so I didn't have any money, but now I'm an adult and I have all of the money. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can throw away $4 on this, but like it's so hard. I can't beat anyone and like you can't get better if you're not beating people. So I don't know what to do. So then I downloaded the Pokemon trading card game on my computer so that I could like learn how to do it by playing <laughs> against real people online so yeah that's what i've been doing and like it's stupid i know it's stupid because it's about pokemon but i right. love well i'm just saying like pokemon is fun but dumb and anyone who says <laughs> otherwise doesn't understand what dumb oh, means i really love the pokemon trading card game that's all yeah like I like a good trading card game. In fact, I love trading card games. You guys both know, but our listeners might mm-hmm. not know that I have a complete collection of the Versus trading card game, which uh, was an, a, an absolutely terrible uh, card game that was made about superheroes in the like late 90s, I think. Um, but yeah, I love trading card games, but like, uh, it's so hard to not re- remember that this is a, a hobby for like preteens when every card has a cartoon monster drawn on it <laughs> but all the Ugh. art is so nice to look at is it it's not oh it's i like, like the, the little pictures yeah i mean i guess it's fine but like i don't know after a while you're like oh man this is just like shitty korean sweatshop like cartoon versions of pit bulls or whatever <laughs> or what? the rapper pitbull <laughs> you're taking yeah. this way too far <laughs> I don't. I, guess so. I don't think Pokemon are created in sweatshops. I think that they're created from the love in every child's heart. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're both wrong. As... Also, Matt, if you want a DS game, might I recommend Yokai Watch? That you should oh my get god! Welcome back to Seeing Yokai's, our yeah. weekly Yokai Watch fan cast. I don't think we've ever gone an episode without talking about Yokai Watch, hey, how a dare game you? that one of us has played. <laughs> Last week, the only mention of it was me saying I was still playing it, so I hadn't been doing anything. That and then is, you complaining. That is not true, because last week, Jeff was talking about something to do uh, with Pokemon clone games, and I said that Pokemon clone games, oh, it was when he was talking about the Rick and Morty game, and then I was like, oh yeah, they always just make you want to go back and play Pokemon, because Pokemon is the best version of that game, mm-hmm. and then you were like... Yokai Watch, blah blah blah. It's better because of blah, etc. Et Listen, I'm being paid by the people at oh level five. Is that yeah? There the it is. I think so. Yeah. Oh, level five is actually a good studio. Maybe oh, so you should probably play this game, <laughs> <laughs> or you should play any of the Professor Layton games because those are awesome. Oh man, I just realized how shitty a podcast is when they spend a few minutes recapping a thing that happened in an earlier episode. No, no, uh, it's fine. Yes, we're, uh, we got locked things. in the we got locked in the janitor's closet, so we have to remember all our previous adventures. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the only way to get out. If you can remember the right <laughs> adventures, yeah, we have to remember the password to get out. But it unlocks uh, a spell that locked us in li- here. <laughs> little known fact, guys: all janitors are wizards. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. If you have a long beard and no useful skills, you have to become a janitor. Yeah, and like. How does sawdust help you clean up vomit? It's, it's got to be some kind of spell. That's, <laughs> mm, that's the only true. that's the only correlation I can see between those two substances. Mm, that is the only thing that makes sense. You're making a lot of sense right now. Gandalf is basically a drug dealer in The Hobbit, right? Like, he just shows up to Hobbiton and is like, hey, you kids want firecrackers and weed? I mean, I don't know about drug dealer. He's more like your, like, not great friend who just is super into smoking pot. Yeah, so he's basically like a high school janitor. Yeah, he just shows up and he's like, hey, guys, like, uh, I don't know what's going on, but I have some firecrackers I bought. Can I crash on your couch for a week? Like, oh, shitty Gandalf, no. (laughs) Shitty Gandalf would be an awesome name for your stoner friend, though. (laughs) <laughs> uh, that's just Radagast. 
<laughs> oh, uh, sick burn, Radagast. Take that, Sylvester McCoy. Oh, man. When burn that in happened, hell. I didn't watch all of the Hobbit movies because they looked awful, but I watched the first one, and when Radagast shows up, I was like, this is a joke, right? Like, <laughs> this has to be... I accidentally downloaded or, like purchased or whatever i think it was on an airplane i accidentally started watching some kind of spoof version of this movie is that what's going on like your wizard is literally covered in shit like you did that in your movie Why? well yeah man he's radagast the brown yeah i know but like you don't like i get it why do i Jackson. know that you could you could be like Hey, yeah, this guy's Radagast the Brown, and then like he comes in, and every scene he's wearing a different shirt, and then it would be like, get it, guys, because like animals are shitting on him all the time. You don't have to like have him literally covered in shit. It's so unpleasant. <laughs> oh, it would have been really funny if he was just always farting and no one ever acknowledged it. And it was played by. Would it be uh, funny? <laughs> and it was played by Kevin James. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my fan edit of of the Hobbit. Nothing's different except Radagast is farting throughout every scene. Just have a fan edit where you've replaced all of the scenes with Radagast from scenes from Here Comes the Boom. <laughs> oh no! I'd what like was to he, point what out. did he do with that? Did he have to fight a robot or? <laughs> No, Probably. I think he, yeah, joined, point, I bet. he joined the <laughs> UFC. Oh, yeah, maybe there was a robot involved. I don't know. Or no, I'm confusing it with uh, Hugh Jackman. Neil Steele? Yeah, <laughs> except Hugh Jackman's also in Chappie, which is another about a robot in the yeah. inner city. So but He's it gets the bad really guy confusing. in that, I believe. And you know what? I really respect the fact that Hugh Jackman, who is a guy who sort of trades on being a very handsome man, was willing to have such a terrible haircut in that movie. <laughs> Well, I mean, he suffered through, like, six Wolverines with that awful Wolverine hair. But that awful Wolverine hair, like, could be construed as cool in cert mm. by certain people well. in a way. Like, I'm just saying, like, it was a haircut. Like, capital H <laughs> haircut. Whereas his hairstyle in Chappie is, like, like, if Donald Trump was the bad guy in Chappie, except with Hugh Jackman's face. Okay. Oh man, this has been that's your great. Of no, Chappie. I like that. <laughs> Have you guys seen the the pictures of Hugh Jackman from Chappie? No, no. I've okay. only seen the pictures of Chappie and uh, Die Antwoord from the motion picture Chappie. All I can think of when I think about Chappie is the thing on Stop Podcasting Yourself where Graham Clark read out quotes from it, and one of them was, Chappie's got a robot dick, and it was an actual line what? from the movie. I don't know. I don't want to know anything about Chappie. <laughs> no. Who put... Somebody... Oh, no, it was the, the same man who played the bug alien and was in A-Team. He played Chappie, right? Oh, I think so, because he always works with that South African director. Oh, I yeah. know his name, and I can't remember it. Mm. He played, uh, oh, Neil Blomkamp is the mm. director. He's got yeah. just, like, 12 consonants at the end of his stupid name. Isn't that some kind of test where, you're, like, you look off into the distance and people think you're hungry if you're looking at cake or something? Uh, what? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I know Back what you're up. talking about, but not how it connects to any of this. I think that's called, like, the Blomkamp test or something. Hmm. Uh, what's the name of that test from Blade Runner where they tell if you're a chappie or not? Oh, uh, yeah, what is that called? <laughs> it's, uh, like a Turing something. No. Well, it's like a, a Blomkamp test, test. I don't know. Eh. Turing Turing test is a real thing. It's it's some kind of hyphenated name of two real people. and then It test. is. It's like a Brinks... Yeah, that's Brink one of them, I think. Seagull Brink? or something. Jonathan Livingston Seagull. Yeah, there it is. It's the Jonathan... <laughs> they, just jo you, they just read you that children's book, and if you don't cry, you're a robot. <laughs> that's not a children's book. That was for adults in the 70s. Is it? Why is it yeah. about a seagull? I don't know. Wait, is it <laughs> about a seagull? I had an English teacher who loved it, and I never wanted to read it after that. Uh, anyway, is it time to click the random <laughs> button? Have we digressed yeah, let's, enough? <laughs> let's go into Reddit now. Alright, I'm clicking it. Oh, ooh, this is a good one. Okay, uh, share the link. Yeah, I'm sharing it now, but in the meantime, I'm going to tell our uh, listeners about it. I've got reddit.com slash r slash askphilosophy. Alright, this is going to be a really uh, intellectual episode. 
this this has uh thirty four thousand nine hundred seventy nine subscribers and about sixty nine users here right now. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> End of episode. <laughs> Well, <laughs> good night everybody there's a, there's a real niche in the podcasting market for unpleasant hosts right <laughs> yeah just like uh, uh talk radio yeah, they cross exactly. over quite a bit yep i mean mark Marin does like two episodes a week i think that <laughs> oh, there is <laughs> is he an unpleasant guy i don't think i've ever really interacted oh he's he's yeah. like really friendly and funny but he's uh extremely like abrasive and also does two like hour and a half episodes a week Wow. And half <laughs> half an hour of that hour and a half is just, like, him kind of talking about his week and the things that have gone wrong during it. How does he have enough... How does he do enough stuff during a week to have an hour's worth of stuff to talk about? Louisa can't even spend five minutes worth of <laughs> talking about the internet in a whole week. Yeah, take yeah, exactly. that, Louisa. Yeah, yeah I'm Louis- living my burn. goddamn life, you sons of bitches. That's I'm what I'm busy doing. I'm turning this around to be a burn on Louisa. Well, Speaking of work. Louisa, tell us, uh, <laughs> tell us the read the sidebar for us. That's your job. All right. First time here? Welcome. You ask questions, we provide answers. A great resource to check before you ask a question is the Stanford Encyclopedia of Philosophy. Don't be afraid if you think your question is too simple. Ask philosophy defines itself less by the sort of questions that are accepted than by the sort of answers they can expect to receive. Feel free to ask about topics you're studying in school, but please read about how to avoid plagiarism first. Okay, I think that's a pretty good summary. Yep. Uh, I'm so, going to the top of all time. Yeah, I'm going to take a look at that too. Although, I did look at the top of the past 24 hours, and there's one in here that says... Are we morally required to repay our parents for raising us? That's an interesting but not very funny question. So I don't really <laughs> yes, know why. Yeah, sure. Well, it. I mean, if you, <laughs> I can see the answers being divided between uh, parents and non-parents, with parents saying yes, absolutely, and non-parents saying no way. I'm not sure about that. Actually, I feel like I feel like. When like for me personally, when I give people gifts or whatever, or like if I care about somebody and I take them out to dinner or whatever, like if they're like, "Oh, do I owe you money for this?" I'm like, "What? Of course not! Like I'm taking care of you because I care about you." So I feel like a parent is like that or should be, mm. maybe. Yeah, I think that. Uh... I, I think my answer would be no, but also I can't imagine most parents being like, no, of course not. No, it's fine. Because they would at least think like, well, yeah, you got to take care of me when I'm an old person. I suppose so. I guess it, I guess it depends on if we're talking about like monetarily repay or like, like pay it forward, but the other way around <laughs> pay, it, pay it backward <laughs> uh that's just called that's paying it back anyway i love that- wait 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 hang on does this mean that the opposite of the movie pay it forward is the movie payback starring mel gibson yes exactly you figured okay. it out 100 okay, cool. percent. uh the top question of all to- all time of course being a philosophy board is uh masturbatory nonsense it is why can't philosophical arguments be explained scare quotes easily and the answer is they can shut the board down <laughs> uh yeah the oh, no, you be- solved it <laughs> the best answer is a goddamn novella i'm not gonna read it because it's so long yeah, I like that this question was asked by Fibonacci34813. Like, couldn't lock down the first Fibonacci there, could you, dog? <laughs> oh, sorry, buddy. Really? That's your problem with it? Is he got the Fibonacci sequence wrong? Nerd. Nerd check. No, I'm not saying he got the sequence wrong. I'm saying, like, if you put in Fibonacci and they're like, this name is already taken, you shouldn't be like, okay, cool. I will settle for Fibonacci with some random numbers after it. You should be like, I need to find a more obscure mathematician. I no, guess. those are that is the Fibonacci sequence. It just doesn't have the number one in front of it. Oh, I see. Because it's you one, then eight. three, oh, five, yeah. eight, thirteen. He should have he, he made the I at the end of it a one, like exactly. Fibonacci one. Yeah, so we that totally dumped cute. on this nerd. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but the, also... The second best of all time is uh, also expected from Reddit's weird obsession with uh, 20-something white libertarianism. Why isn't suicide respected as the most fundamental human right? Mm, I think that's a good question, though. <laughs> no, it's a good question. Easy. It's just extremely typical of the types of people I would expect to be on this subreddit. Mm, that's true. Yeah, I guess so. I mean... Let's just spend know. the rest of the podcast quietly reading to ourselves all these answers, because I'm... <laughs> well, I've been spending this time thinking about how Louisa was wrong about the Fibonacci sequence, because it starts with two ones and then a two before it gets to three, five, eight. Oh, eight. shit, you're right. Uh, is there any way to write the word Fibonacci to include two ones and a two? Okay, if you make both of the I's ones, no, that doesn't make... <laughs> the C's could be twos. Yeah. Uh... You have to spell Fibonacci wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and also then you've got two twos which is a different thing damn it oh there's no way to crack this <laughs> it's All... a question worthy of fibonacci himself what i really Not like really. on this board is there's some very good like questions with no answers really and that's what you would expect to see here d- being discussed but the number four one is please be more generous with your upvotes yeah th- i love the fact that considering that like it's a philosophy board so it's going to be like totally up its own ass already it's even more up its own ass because out of the first 10 uh top 10 posts it looks like four four out of the top 10 are uh like administrative for the about this board <laughs> exactly Please be more generous with your upvotes or like you know let's do a daily challenge like oh, come on guys are you not already wasting enough of your life being on a board talking about these dumb philosophical questions? Sorry, I've been dumbstruck into a fugue state by finding the absolute best question I've ever seen on Reddit, and I'm vibrating with madness. It's, is Michael Jordan in Space (laughs) Jam a fictional character? Oh my god! Wait. This is what the episode's about now. Alright, full disclosure, in... full disclosure, how many of us have seen Space Jam? Not me. R- I'm raising my hand. <laughs> Everyone but Louisa. Okay. And I don't mean on the show, I mean in the world. It's well... like the, it's the only good bad movie that I'll watch because I'm not into like, ah, oh, it's so funny how bad it is. Like Space Jam, it is actually funny how bad it is. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a fine movie, but like. <laughs> This ties into our discussions of last week about, like, the the roleplay Dr. Cox oh, yeah. on the Dr. Cox board <laughs> being a fictionalized version of that fictional character where he's aware of his own fictionality. Like, I guess Michael Jordan in Space Jam has to be a fictional character, right? Because, like, he's not weirded out. I mean, he's not, like... He's not mind blown by the fact that aliens come to play basketball against him. Well, he's not mind blown by any of it because he's a terrible actor. He's just like, oh, hey, Bugs Bunny. This is kind of weird, right? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he's a bad actor, (laughs) but he's not a bad person at having emotions in life. So, Mm -hmm. like... Are you sure? Have you ever seen him have any... I'm sure he has. I'm sure he has the normal range of human emotion. I don't know. He All did. Right, our int- new philosophical topic is whether or not Michael Jordan has human emotions. Whether Michael Jordan in real life is a fictional character. <laughs> Why is Can he Mike- so good at basketball? It doesn't make any sense. Can Michael Jordan feel love, or has he filled that part of his brain with just like dunk skills? We need to do a Turing test on Michael Jordan to determine whether or not he's a human. <laughs> Ask him to divide by zero. Can someone get to Michael Jordan? I think he still lives in Chicago. Okay, but hang on, because I feel like all robots and all basketball players would fail that test. <laughs> Wait, if you asked a robot if it, it divide three by zero, it would just be like, oh, no, you can't do that. No, it would say I or three I. I forget how math works. Wait, I thought I was the negative, the square root of negative one. Oh yeah, wait. There's a thing for one over zero, though. There's like a, there's like a thing for that. Yeah, it's uh, error four oh four. Solution not found. Yeah, there you go. I kind of want to read the best answer on this. 
because it's... I'm just saying. I'm just saying that if you asked any basketball player to divide any two numbers, they would their heads would explode like they were a robot. I guess that's what I'm saying. Mm, I don't like the tone this is taking. <laughs> <laughs> I think some of them might be smart. I, I, Jeff Kowalski, am hey, just saying what? No. that I will fight any basketball player in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Actually, no, I'm okay with that. <laughs> the reason I think Michael Jordan is a robot is because he intentionally grew and maintained a Hitler mustache for like five years. And was like so in television like, commercials. He started downloading it. the article on Hitler and then like got halfway through and his internet connection failed. And then he's like, okay, all I know about Hitler is that he was an artist and had a cool mustache. I guess, <laughs> I guess that's fine. Yeah, exactly. On, Don't you think that's the ultimate proof of his humanity? That he's like, I'm so famous. You know what? No one's going to tell me not to do this. I'm Taking it back. Okay, here's, here's a new philosophical question that's grown out of this, which is... Is it possible for a robot to fuck up as bad as Michael Jordan did? You mean no. in Space Jam? Because no. <laughs> he, no, he stretched his body out and made that dunk real good. Yeah. Well, okay, That now we're getting into a weird, like, elongated man thing where... <laughs> He's actually uh, Inspector Gadget. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would be more likely to believe that he's a cyborg than that he's a robot. Go-go <laughs> right. Gadget dunk arms. <laughs> anyway... I think that I think that it's an interesting idea that like because when they when they put people in the credits that are playing themselves, it says that they're playing themselves mm, like they're true. not being themselves. It's not a document. Wait, is Space Jam a documentary? Oh, there's no way to prove it. My oh, theory no. has always been that it was uh, a script for a Michael Jordan biopic and a script for a uh, uh, Looney Tunes uh space monster movie and they were just like ah we only have the budget for one movie let's just do them both at the same time okay but you know that a biopic isn't just like a picture of michael jordan doing sweet dunks like it would be about his life well it was about it starts when he's a child and then it goes through his transition out of basketball and into playing baseball and explains why he decided to go back to basketball. It's because yes. he played basketball in space with Bugs Bunny. Yeah, but you are painting this as if it's like a 50-50 split, whereas all of what you described is about three minutes of the movie total, because almost all of the movie is like, Wayne Knight, oh, I drank a thing, and now I'm farting, and then Looney Tunes are basketballs, and like, that's the whole, that's most of the movie. Yeah, I guess like, a solid uh, 40 minutes of the film is the uh, titular Space Jam. Yeah, and like... Let's be completely honest here. The appeal of the movie is mainly the Quad City DJ's uh, theme song, right? God, the entire soundtrack is so good. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's... Wait, so is that the only reason people like Space Jam? I wonder if you set it to a different soundtrack if it would be as good a movie. Well, I think also people who saw those cartoon characters and had their sexuality affected by them. (laughs) <laughs> oh right. yeah, because Lola Am Bunny right? was invented for Louisa, we are not on the Rule 34 board of Reddit yet. <laughs> All I'm we'll saying get is, there. when you Someday ask, we'll get there. When you ask why people like that movie, there's probably a good chunk of them who are like, yeah, I remember being a kid and being like, oh, that's right. This is what yeah, I, I remember I like having boners about Lola Bunny when I was a kid. Is that what people are saying to you, Louisa? No, but because... I feel like it's the subtext. Of yeah, that's the subtext <laughs> of every adult conversation I've ever had. <laughs> Uh, is there a way can we merchandise this for our show and have our first t-shirts about this show just be i remember boners (laughs) and it's just the silhouette of silhouette of lola bunny yeah i mean like that's definitely gonna get us into some copyright hot water but uh, change think... it a little bit. Give her like different ears or something. Another ear. Give her, <laughs> Three give ears. her like a giant dick. <laughs> what? No. That's what Hold people on. Really want. It's the internet. That's what people really want. Eh, that's fair. <laughs> I I opened up Lola Bunny on Wikipedia, and she is oh, described. No, Jeff, the second sen- <laughs> the third sentence is she was created as a female merchandising counterpart to Bugs Bunny, which is maybe the most depressing sentence I've ever read about Bugs Bunny. <laughs> but totally accurate. <laughs> yes, that makes a lot of sense. 
You know, when I first proposed the idea of this show, I was a little bit worried and I decided that I would make it one of my goals to spend as little time as possible, like reading just verbatim things that were written on the Internet. And it seems to me that Jeff has taken the opposite (laughs) tack, by which I mean, every time I try to steer the conversation away from Jeff just reading off of his computer screen, he's like, "Okay, well, while you were talking and I wasn't listening, I went to Wikipedia and here's some more things I can read. Oh, yeah, because it took me all of that conversation to type Lola Bunny and click the first result. (laughs) This is the necessary struggle of our podcast. Listen, okay. And I offer the third perspective by not looking things up or really trying very hard. <laughs> or paying attention to what I'm I am saying. paying attention. I'm paying so much attention. Yeah, we need that third heat. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it would just be me and Matt screaming over each other for three hours, and then we would pass out and continue recording our fitful sleep throughout the night. Jeff, you just described every party we went to in college. <laughs> That's true. Is Mike... Is Michael Jordan in Space Jam a fictional character? I mean, he has to be, right? Is that the the gist of it? I think it is. Both of the top answers uh, are very compelling in both oh, directions. fuck me. The first <laughs> sentence of the first answer makes me so sad and angry. <laughs> this is interesting to think about in connection to Kripke's naming and necessity. Go fuck yourself to death. But it is. Oh, god damn. I read that sentence and then all I could think of was Officer Krupke from yeah. West Side Story. <laughs> but is Officer Krupke a fictional character? Oh, is he played god. by Michael Jordan? <laughs> that would be a very interesting version of West Side Story, I think. Would especially, it? especially if he slam dunked on those orphan kids. Orphan kids? You're thinking of Newsies. No, aren't those kids orphans? <laughs> Isn't that the implication? No. What? Well, the why co- do they want to join a street gang then? And they're just delinquents. Because it's fun. <laughs> but they like have nowhere to go. They're just sitting on the corner, and then they're getting called out for loitering. These are definitely orphans. No, no. They're just uh, from the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah, the orphan side of the no. tracks. <laughs> mm, I think they're probably orphans. The whole thing is about families, essentially, right? Heritage. Okay. Are we getting into a like a close textual <laughs> philosophical uh, study yeah. of West Side Story? Yeah. Uh, here's a uh, here's kind of a slam dunk, uh, no, easy zing. easy answer. Uh, yeah, to transition, could we ethically raise humans for human consumption? Uh, no. <laughs> slam dunk. Why, no. How would you possibly do that? Yeah, like we can't even raise we can't even ethically raise animals for human consumption. Yeah. <laughs> like, duh, of course not. Unless they mean human consumption like the way we talk about media consumption, maybe this is like a Truman show thing. Oh man, we could totally ethically raise humans to be uh reality TV stars. Yeah, like, okay. I don't know about everyone else, but when I watch the Truman show, which I do almost every week, uh all I can think is like I know that the moral of the story is supposed to be, look how terrible it is to be Truman, and then he finally escapes, and that's great. But I'm kind of thinking, like, that seems like a pretty cool life. Like, (laughs) you got a pretty cool deal there, Jim Carrey. Like, why do you want to get out again? It would be really fun if they did uh, sort of follow up to it about someone who's like, no, okay, yeah, I'm fine with it. Isn't that what Ed TV was about? <laughs> Pretty much, but then was it went it? off the rails. Oh is no! This... this is the second episode that we mentioned. Oh no! <laughs> I've never. I didn't see either movie. <laughs> I've seen both of those movies on planes. Both of them I saw on planes. On the same plane? <laughs> no, that but, would have no, been a good he, double feature. Here's the serious philosophical question to you guys: Like, if you were Truman showed, would you like? And you found out, would you try to get out? Yes. Uh, I don't need to think about it. Why? (laughs) Because I don't like to be the center of attention. Uh, Think about knowing all the time there are cameras on you. All the time. But what if you could just be like, like, uh, it wouldn't be obvious. I feel like you could forget that pretty easily. And then you'd be like, and here's a whole world designed around making me, like, safe and happy. No, I disagree. Because celebrities talk about getting the feeling once you become famous like the new people you meet do they like you for you or because you're famous so if you're in the truman show all the time everyone you meet you'd be like oh they're just being nice to me because we're in the show like you're never gonna forget that 
Mm-hmm. I guess so. Also, I feel like that song, I Always Feel Like Somebody's Watching Me, would take on a whole new meaning to you. I think you just wanted to say that so you could put it at the end of the episode. Okay, the order of operations was, I thought you were going to make that reference, and then I was like, oh, I hope she does so I could put it in the show, and then you didn't, and so then I had yeah, to like, do it I'm so gonna I could do this. put it in the show. I think right, if, good. Good work. I think if I found out uh, I was being Truman showed, uh, I would have immediately, like, the executives would be like, please don't escape from the Truman Show, and I'd be like, okay, but you have to give me, like, two weeks vacation a year to, like, leave the Truman Show and go out into the world, where I am what the biggest they... celebrity. <sighs> that would ruin the show. That would be the whole, like, no one wants to watch that show anymore then. Uh, yeah, but didn't they try to keep him in the Truman Show on the Truman Show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it would be fine. Like, they, no, even because... when he knew, they were still like, don't leave. Yeah, but as soon as you start acting like a celebrity and being like, oh, I'm so famous, like, that's the whole point of why the Truman Show is good for people to watch is because they hate celebrities. I see. Yeah, but we love all these fake celebrities that we have now. Like, ah, uh, they're, they're, name they're, one. they're just name regular one people who make motorcycles for Shaq. They're just like me and you. <laughs> Name one of them, and it can't be that one that everyone talks about. Amorosa is that is that a person Who? or is that a liqueur? <laughs> what? Omarosa was a contestant on uh, The Apprentice. Isn't that a wasn't rapper? She, she was. Wasn't she the one who was on like Survivor and The Apprentice, and then like Celebrity Fit Club, and then everyone was like, "But you're not a celebrity because you've only been on other reality shows." Well, the problem with that is no one ever says, "Hey, you're not really a celebrity. You don't have a right to be on this celebrity show." Because people who are on those shows are never celebrities. <laughs> like Dancing hey. with the Stars, it's always someone from the Pussycat Dolls you've never heard of, who a isn't famous and b is already a professional dancer. <laughs> stars, though, <laughs> they're <Okay>. still stars. <laughs> There's they may not be there. famous, but they're still stars. <laughs> They're stars where it matters, my heart. Oh, okay. I, I thought this was going to go into the dick area again. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> dick stars. Uh, that no. would be a cool. That would no. be a cool name for like a like nope. a hard boiled detective. Uh, no, it would be really great for a show about a pawn shop that only buys uh, sex toys. <laughs> Why would a pawn shop buy sex toys? Oh, wait, no, that would have to be called Porn Stars. Double back play pun. Is there anything worse than the idea of a store just full of used sex toys? (laughs) Uh, Yes, someone's garage full of the same thing. Oh, man. You know that thing in Oregon a couple weeks ago when those dick bags were taking over that bird sanctuary and then everyone started sending them dildos, which was, a, I think we can all agree, a pretty funny bit. Yeah. Uh, and then everyone was like, haha, the joke's on you because now we can resell all these dildos on eBay and get a bunch of money. And I'm thinking like... Is there anyone you'd less like to buy a dildo from than those creepers in, o- in Oregon? Like, that sucks! We oh, saw man. those all hit the floor because he swept them off his desk in anger in the video of him yeah, being like, I can't believe you guys sent us so many dildos. Rah! When I buy a dildo off of eBay, the chance that the dildo has touched the floor is the least disturbing possibility about that dildo. Hey, man, there's a lot of germs on the floor. I noticed you said when I buy a dildo off eBay and not if I buy a dildo off eBay. Yeah, there's no if about it. You gotta get the best deal. Yeah. Deal, though? I haven't yet, but we all have to have plans for the future. Okay. After the apocalypse, that's the only place we'll be able to get our dildos? Is that what you mean? I guess eBay. So. It wasn't what I meant before, but now it, it will the be what I mean. dildo black market in the Dust Bowl in the western part of the United States? Oh, man. Like in Fallout, you know how the currency has become bottle caps, which we can all agree is kind of a weird thing? Yeah. Like, what if the currency became dildos in the future? That is a legitimately useful thing to have. <laughs> For a given value of useful. I mean, I guess. But it's a lot harder to carry around than a bottle cap. That's true. I mean, they'd have to be pretty valuable. Because, like, if somebody was like, okay, that'll be 300 dildos. Like, you couldn't do that. You couldn't carry that around. I think that you'd have to slice them up into pieces. 
Oh, God. That's how <laughs> coins were invented. <laughs> That's true. These are all facts. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Somebody was like, this metal dildo takes up too much space in my in my pocket. So some of my favorite Reddit posts are the controversial tab, which is posts that have gotten a lot of upvotes and a lot of downvotes. Yeah. Uh, the top one in the Ask Philosophy subreddit is... Ba, 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 ba. Is it okay for black people to use the N-word? Submitted oh, two years man. ago. <laughs> I'm not going to read the comments. I just wanted no. you all to know. Uh, Why did you bring this up at all, Jack? Because the sixth one is what is wrong with being racist? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I do oh, not man. want anyone on the uh, Ask Philosophy subreddit to explain to me the answer to either of those under any circumstances. I think the trouble philosophy gets into a lot of the time is some of these questions you don't even have to ask. It's okay. You can live your life and <laughs> die and never have to worry about these things. I like the fact that the, the this uh, Reddit has tags on there to say whether the person asking the question is a professional philosopher, which, like, what is that? But also, like, a graduate, undergraduate, etc., um, I like the fact that on the controversial tab, like on the top tab, they were almost all tagged as one of those on the controversial tab. Like none of these people are in any way associated with philosophy. <laughs> these are all the people who are just like stumbled on here and are just like, oh, okay, this is where I can ask my dumb shit question. <laughs> yeah. When I want to argue with people on Facebook about how it's okay if I'm racist, <laughs> I want some backup from real philosophers here. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever real means. Oh, I can't read these comments because they're making my brain hurt. Yeah. Also, you can't read them because you're doing a podcast right now. <laughs> well, yes, that too. But, I mean, our podcast is about looking at a Reddit and reading the posts sometimes. Oh, yeah. what about this? Number 12. Was Tyler Durden the ubermensch? Oh. <laughs> that is my favorite question that someone would ask freshman year of college in Philosophy yeah. 101. Over the age of 24, the answer to that question is, who cares? That movie kind of sucks. <laughs> oh, I like that the top answer is, no, it's part of the point Nietzsche was making that nobody is the Ubermensch. Yeah, so, but Tyler Durden doesn't answer. exist. He is as fictional as Michael Jordan in Space Jam, who we can all agree definitely was the Ubermensch. Oh right? no, you figured it out. <laughs> but... Oh man, we've cracked everything about everything. Philosophy and Space Jam. <laughs> well, here's the real question. Was Bugs Bunny a fictional character in Space Jam? Hmm. Yes. No? <laughs> the Looney you Tunes are confusing because right? they behave like the Muppets occasionally. We're like, all right, we're the Looney Tunes. We're going to make this movie and like we're playing characters okay, in it. But time out, Jeff. You're aware that the Muppets are also fictional characters. Yes, but right? sometimes there's <laughs> okay. another layer of fiction. Oh, that's yes. true. Yeah. Like, sometimes the a movie will be starring Kermit the Frog as, uh, who was he? Christmas Carol Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you that's got it right. pretty bad. <laughs> Christmas Carol Man. <laughs> Johnny, Chris, Chris, Johnny Christmas no, Carol. Chris M. Carol Man. <laughs> who was, was uh, who was Scrooge? Scrooge was a man in that, right? Was it like uh, Michael Caine or somebody? <laughs> It was a Michael Caine-esque person. <laughs> yeah, some old British guy. They're all Michael Caine-esque. Yep. No, it was definitely Michael Caine. I love that it movie. Was. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> but, like, for example, Kermit on a less fictional show, like, The Muppets, could be like, hey, remember that time when I was in that movie, The Muppet Christmas Carol? Okay, well, Chris all, <laughs> all of Jeff's examples are terrible, but he actually is right in that, for instance, <laughs> in the, in I the kept great, thinking Jed hey, Clampett, but that's I, not the name of the guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, okay, Muppets, uh, Beverly Hillbillies, you're welcome, Disney. Oh, that's a good one. You're and welcome. anyway, it's Bob Cratchit, so stop thinking. There it is, close enough. <laughs> No, I'm pretty no, sure it's not. I'm so, pretty sure it's Chris. Something. In The Great Muppet Caper, Kermit and Fozzie are supposed to be brothers. What? Like, yes. that's just what they, the characters of Kermit and Fozzie are playing. Oh, I they see. That that's correct. Brothers. Well, because their father is a half-bear, half-frog monstrosity. But yeah. are their names in it still Kermit and Fozzie? Yes. Okay, so I guess that's like a, like a this-is-the-end style playing fictional characters of ourselves thing. 
Oh my god, so wait, there's, okay. Obviously, on the first level, the Muppets are definitely fictional beings made of felt. Yes. Mm -hmm. But then on the second level, they're pretending to be actors playing characters. Then on the third level, in some of their movies, they're pretending to be people... They're, they're actors pretending to be people that are themselves, but fictionalized versions of themselves. And then in other movies, they're playing fictionalized versions of other people. Is Jesus. that right? So oh, is, the Muppets, is the Muppets working on four levels that we just were not aware of all this time? I need to watch Inception again before I can understand the answer. <laughs> yeah, I need someone to kick me into a spinning top. Oh, I forget speaking, how that movie happened. Speaking of all this, that yeah, yeah, no, that was right for me. For the Muppet movie, is that a movie chronicling how they get together, or is that them reenacting how they got together? Because it kind of breaks the fourth wall sometimes. Yeah, no, it's definitely a reenactment. They're filming a reenactment of how they got to go to Hollywood to begin filming their reenactment of the thing they did. Oh my god, so the Muppet movie is a biopic about the Muppets, who are fictional characters. Yes. Yes, it all comes together. It's a fictionalization chronicling its own production. Wow, this is the most meta like movie ever made. Is it possible that the Muppet movie is literally the most meta movie ever made? Do we have a text post for Ask Philosophy? <laughs> Could it be, is the Muppet movie the most meta movie ever made? Uh, I oh. just want to put, please explain the fictionality of the Muppets. <laughs> uh, I don't know that that's a very philosophical question. What about... Um, no, never mind. <laughs> oh, good. That was great. <laughs> good bit. That's the bit of the show. That's, I feel like that's how most of my philosophy thoughts go. Hey, what if... Well, never mind. Uh, who cares? Yeah, exactly. No one cares. <laughs> should Should Kermit the Frog be recognized as his own entity? Like, I realize that he's a fictional character, but he's working on so many levels of fiction. He has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I wonder, is it? does he have a social security number? <laughs> does he have oh, a passport man. when he travels? He has to. Is right? he more or less real than Batman? Hmm. I, my I think, instinct is to say more, but I don't have anything to back that up. I think definitely more because he grew up in the Okefenokee Swamp, which is a real place in the real world, whereas Batman oh, grew up yeah. in a fake fictional city. And I'm also, suck at Batman. Uh, Batman has never appeared as himself. Like he does not appear with regularity as himself on non-fictional programs. Which the Muppets yeah, are true. often on, like Conan or whatever, just being like, yeah, well, the new movie's out. That was my generic Muppet voice, not specifically <laughs> Kermit the Frog. They all are just like, ooh, I'm a Muppet! <laughs> and they say yeah. that all the time, and that's what makes it so meta. <laughs> yeah. In case anyone from Jim Henson's Creature Shop is listening to this, I really genuinely endorse <laughs> Jeff as a, as a possible future Muppeteer. Is that the word? Yes. yes. I have okay. made my own Muppet. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, so I think out of all the people here to uh, claim expertise in the field of Muppeteering, it would be me. Muppetry, please. <laughs> I think those well, are two distinct fields. <laughs> well, I mean, you did have masterful knowledge of the actors and names of characters from Muppet Christmas Carol. Yes, so. <laughs> a movie I have never seen. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, How's uh, that possible? I don't think I've. I think I saw the Muppet movie when I was a kid, like once or twice. Uh, I saw the the newer one with Jason Segel. I've watched like half of the new TV show and a bunch of the Muppet show, but I'm not a Muppets expert. You Jason. just said you were. You literally just said that you. <laughs> yeah, were that a was a goof. <laughs> that was a, a joke I was making, Louisa, on our comedy Guys, podcast. J Jason Livingston Siegel. Is that a thing? Yes. Write it Is down. That a joke. TM. You said that. Oh, I see. Yeah. There you go. That's pretty good. <laughs> Is there a joke there? Could we get to it somehow? Yes. Okay. Not now, but write it down for later. <laughs> 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 well, that you'll sounds like that, the end. You'll find that posted in five years. <laughs> that Jesus sounds like the end of the show to me. <laughs> yep. All right. So uh, I hope everyone enjoyed this uh, delving into the Ask Philosophy board on Reddit. And um, 
if you want to find out more about the show, please ask. Please follow us on Twitter. We're at Seeing Reddit. Um, and I'm Matt Heron. You can find me at Kamikaze Pilot. Uh, I'm Jeff Kowalski. You can find me at J3FK and on WeaponizedLanguage.com, where you can find this podcast and two other goddamn podcasts that I make. Uh, Louisa, say yours. <laughs> well, I was about to if you'd stop talking for a second. Okay. <laughs> Jeff's really I good at trusting really his co-hosts. Antagonistic. On this. <laughs> uh, I'm Louisa Heron, and you can find me at Heronbird on Twitter. And I don't really have a whole lot else going on. You can follow me on Instagram, Louisa Heron, and see all my pictures of food. You should all tweet at Louisa to bully her into doing an online bake sale because I keep telling her she should, and she would make a lot of money. I know Matt said that too. I have been thinking about it. Like yeah. it some more. Even Phil, or you could just, or you could just give me more cookies. I'm fine too. <laughs> Even Phil is doing it, and like his cookies aren't going to be as good as yours. Oh, no, no offense to Phil, I'm sure they're going to be great. Oh, well, I already bought the cookies. He, I oh, can yeah. tell him if they're bad. I already gave him the money. <laughs> no, I'm sure they'll they'll be good. They just probably won't be as good as Louisa's because Louisa, as we've learned from this podcast, spends uh, seven and a half out of or six and a half out of the seven days of every week <clears throat> looking up recipes online. No, no, she like spends seven and a half out of the seven days in the week. <laughs> yeah, she's she's the fifth member of the Beatles or something. Sure, eight days a week. Right, wait, guys. Jason Livingston Siegel. Yeah, yeah. No, that's still it's still a great joke. Cool. All right, so come on back next week for another episode of Seeing Reddit. Peace. Hooray. Bye. I always feel like somebody. That's part of it. Same one, two, three, clap. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Okay. I'm always afraid I'm not going to do it somehow. <laughs> like, miss my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Just hit yourself in the face. <laughs> Just oh, my hand was bigger than my off. face. That means I'm going to die. <laughs> swat your computer off the table. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jeff. Was that Jeff? Yeah. Of course yeah. it was Jeff. Please well, do not insult me by thinking about it. Ain't it always just? <laughs> I mean, you have burped before, Louisa. What? I have not. I not on the show, but oh, okay. in life. <laughs> well, yes. Otherwise, I'd be dead. Yeah, it's a fun... I guess so. Is there a way to tell if you would die if you didn't burp? Uh, don't would burp just, and see if you die. Would you just, like, consciously be holding back the burps and then when you, <laughs> when you fell asleep, just, like, your whole house would, like, explode from burp power? I don't think yeah, that's... that's probably it. You got it. <laughs>